It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Mike McGivern alongside Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego, who set that last show up. I can't thank you enough. What a what a really good, fun group of people. Absolutely. So much passion for what they do. I felt bad for Owen a little bit. You know, because Owen just, you know, Rainy takes over a little bit. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> goes, uh, that's the daily he, right there. He gets after a little bit, and uh, I told him, I don't know if you're listening, but if I ever stop doing high school football coaches and go to, you know, cross country or track and field, he's my, he is my coach. He's your go-to now. I could just intro the show and leave for about a half hour, come back, <laughs> and he would just be taking his second breath. What a really good people that you have over there, Coach. Yeah, we got so great thank people. You. It's awesome. Speaking of uh, great coaches, you know, people counted them out. After week one, they said, okay, this whole thing, this dynasty, this thing is over. I didn't. I, I don't ever, I never, ever bet against a, a, a champ. And uh, they said, hey, so now let's start taking a look at who we should, you know, maybe look at in Division One. And I said, be careful, man. Kimberly, they, they may have lost one. They dropped one, but they ain't going away. Right. And they're, here they are. Here they are, Matt, with a chance for revenge against that team opening night. Fond du Lac, who beat them. We are now joined by the head football coach at Kimberly. He is Steve Jones. Hey, Coach, Matt, it has been quite the journey this year. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, it has been quite the journey. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, you bet. Coach, Would and look, you got a lot of football yet to play, but I would love to talk to you you know, sometime after the first of the year, to just say, hey, look, now that the dust has settled on this 2018 season, can we talk about, you know, th- this is a different path for you guys. On the road, people maybe not thinking that that this is the team from, from past, and it's not because you guys do a great job of saying, look, this team is this year's team. Last year, we, we don't talk about last year. But, man, this has been a different kind of road for you guys than it has been in, in, in the past. And I, I want to find out what you learned from taking this path, but I don't know if you'll you'll know until, you know, come the first of the year. How are these kids responding to, to the – obviously to the challenge, they're responding just fine, right? Yeah, I thought they've done a, a great job. You know, and, um, you know, no, nothing's perfect. You know, our team isn't perfect. Our culture isn't perfect. But, you know, we, we fight for that every day. And, um, you know, I think our kids have, have really responded from week one and – um, you know, I thought responded even from, from last week. Um, you know, we, we struggled against Nina in level two. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought our kids really responded from that and, and bounced back and played a really good game against a, a high-quality team in Bayport. Coach, I, I've heard from people up in that neck of the woods that, that were saying, look, Bay, this year's Bayport team is the real deal. They've got, they've got a lot of tools. They're really well coached. And a lot of people up in that area – were telling me that they thought this was the year that Bayport was going to break through and possibly get Camp Randall and maybe win this thing. And so you guys playing against Bayport, I I, I thought, man, with all the people I'm hearing from up there that say how good this football team is, 
I, I was really impressed that the 38-20 final, you guys put up 38 points on a really good Bayport team. Yeah, they are. They're, you know, they're a really talented, uh, well-coached team. And, and I, again, I thought our kids really responded uh, and made some big plays uh, in some critical situations, which we weren't able to do uh, against, a, you know, a good Nina team. And um, there's no lack of, of talent uh, up at Bayport. And, unfortunately, a lot, of those, a lot of those kids are juniors, so we're going to have to see them again next year. Ryan, how much do you think Bayport just is tired of Kimberly? <laughs> Well, the, yeah, right? the hard part. I'm looking at this bracket and going, the two seed Kimberly, like that just right. doesn't seem right, you know. Nope. And they're the only two seed that uh, is in the final four. The rest of the ones uh, won out. So it, uh, it's t- that's Bayport's hurdle. They're going to have to clear because the WI won't change anything, and they're going to always kind of be in that same section. Coach they, Jones, they w- he won't an- answer this question, and I understand why. But but I think you will if you're Fond du Lac. Are you, are you rooting for Bayport? You don't want you don't want to see Kimberly again, right? Oh, 100% they're rooting for Bayport. They yeah. don't want anything to do with Kimberly again. Nothing. I mean, nobody really wants to play a rematch when you've already won when you won the first go round. It's not like coaches around the state are saying, "Yeah, let's play that game again so they can have another shot at us." No, nope, we're done. I'm going to move on. But rematch games are hard, and you heard coach Jones talk about his level 2 game. And uh well, it's interesting. I'll tell you this, Jordan said that the coaching staff at Fond du Lac I, I don't know what they're saying behind closed doors, but you know what they're saying to their team. Bring them on. Right. You know what? Bring them on, and, and and let's we only we beat them once. Now let's beat them again, um, Coach. The respect that you have, obviously, for that Fond du Lac program and that team, is through the roof. And and your kids, you you're not going to need to do a whole rah rah Vince Lombardi speech before the game on this one. I certainly hope not. I certainly <laughs> hope our kids are going to be excited to play. Uh... You know, a great Fond du Lac team, and, and hopefully in a great environment with a chance to, you know, get back to Camp Randall. But but you're right. You know, we we have a tremendous amount of respect for Fond du Lac, and if you look at the last several years, um, you know, most of our games have gone down to the wire. Uh, we were able to come out with most of those victories, and and they got us week one on the last second field goal. Credit to them. Uh, so I, I know our kids are going to be excited. Uh, you know, to be at this spot, regardless of who we're playing, to be level four in, in most sports, you're down at state. Um, the majority of sports are down at state, so uh, we can't forget that level four is a big deal, um, you know, in, in, in high school football. Ryan, if uh, if you weren't the AD at Muskego and you weren't an alumni of Wanakee, other than those two games, this would be the one you'd go to next week, without yeah, a doubt. And a, and a great facility in Titan. Yeah. They're going to have a great stage in the whole uh... – the whole Fox Valley is going to be at this one. That'd be a great one to see. Yeah, I've already had – I had three people tell me last week here in the building that if this thing happens, if these two teams play, that's the they're going to that game. And for look, for three people here at Entercon Milwaukee to come up to me and say, Hi, would you think this rematch is going to happen? I said, I do. And they said, well, you want to ride? Well, yeah, I, I'm going up there if you want to go up there with me. And so, <laughs> for you know, I can't imagine – I guess if – you know, if you're thinking about robbing houses and Kimberly or, or you know, <laughs> Vondi did this on Friday night, 7 o'clock at uh, Titan Stadium is where everybody's going to be. Coach, what uh, what kind of feeling will be this week practice-wise? Obviously, you guys have been here before, so you understand what the stage is going to be like. And and for for you, when you get to this level, what, what differences do you do practice-wise um, did you guys do? You, do you cut your practices a little shorter? Do you not hit at all this week? Are you watching more film? What kind of things do you do? Yeah, I think if anything, we, we just 
try to cut down things and try to keep our kids off their feet uh, the best you can. But you know, we're still going to hit. We we don't we never tackle to the ground regardless of the week, whether it's week one or level four. Uh, but I still think you got to be physical because um, you know I think you know physicality of the games. The game on on Friday is going to be there, right? Um, you know that's what Final Act prides themselves on. So I don't think you can you know go away from that. But you just got to be smart and you know hopefully we can get you know kids healthy and we can play fast on Friday and then you know. They're just going to, you know, fly around and compete. And, um, you know, again, we, we don't change too much, uh, lessen the time a little bit. But other than that, we're just going to go about a normal week, and I think that's the big thing. I don't think you can make it out to be uh, this, this big thing and, and get kids out of, out of what their comfort zone is as far as the weekly practice goes. Man, that uh, Friday night about 6 o'clock, um, the lines to get in that place will be incredible. Um, there will be some butterflies in, in, in these kids and these coaching staffs. About 7.05, all those butterflies go away, and, and it's going to be, look, for the kind of crowd they're going to get, I thank goodness they're going to be at, at uh, Titan Stadium because that can hold enough people. I don't think they'll sell that out, right? Well, they might. They, they might. might on this one. They I mean, might on I this one. I think UW Oshkosh is very happy they're hosting and you they think? can take they're, care of this one. They'll yeah, sell a hot dog or two, yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Th- there's no doubt. Steve Jones, head coach at Kimberly. I, I Every week I tell you this during this time of year, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. We have a lot of respect for you and your program. My, By the way, we, uh, we played the Kimberly basketball team uh, at Brookfield Central last Sunday. Semifinals of that league and... Martin, mighty Martin Luther Spartans got him. So it's their only loss right. while they were here. Yeah, boy, can they shoot the ball? Holy cow! There's, there's fall basketball leagues now. Yeah, there's oh, man twenty four seven. Jonesy, come on! I, I guess. Wow. You know what? You In fact, break or not? There's three of your basketball players that no, or you three of your football players that no, they weren't there. I'm only kidding. But they, boy, can they shoot the ball? Lucky Wurtz was was sitting off and. Uh, he does. I don't think he did any coaching because that's illegal. But he had a few comments, I think, and he does a nice job with that basketball program. Hey, Steve, good luck this week. Uh, try to get some sleep as uh, as you take on Fondy on on seven o'clock at uh, Titan Stadium. And I wish you well. It's always great talking to you guys. Thanks for having us on, and uh, thanks for your support. You Love got coach. it, Steve Jones, head coach at Kimberly. Again, you want to go up to that game seven o'clock Titan Stadium? I'd get there a little bit early, man. I would get there. I wouldn't, you know, you don't have to go on Thursday or anything, but I'd try to get up there a little bit early, get a good seat. Here's a goofy uh, stat line for you. Division one through four, all the one seeds won out. The only two seed, Kimberly. Oh, man. The team that's, what, 101? Yeah, whatever that record is. (laughs) That's crazy. There's no doubt in my mind that the Fond du Lac parents and community and team and we're we're going, come on, Bayport. You know, oh, we, yeah. you know yeah. the problem with that though. If Bayport wins, is they take a breath and go, "Oh, thank God, we don't have to play Kimberly." Right. That game's going to be. There's going to be some hitting going on. Yep. That one. It'll be you, good. It'll be physical. There's you no would doubt. love to coach in this one. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'd love to coach in any of these. When you're in the semifinals, you can't. Uh, that's awesome. It is awesome. Let's get to a break. Let me run down. Hey, our show today. Um, we've got a number of guys. In fact, it's it's kind of a working document at this point, Coach. We've got Jed Kennedy coming up. We've got Marty Shibblehut from uh, the Fond du Lac area. He's a radio guy that was at the Springs game. And uh, nice. he did tell me last night via text, man, I don't know if we want a party Kimberly at this point, but you got him <laughs> whether you want him or not. Right. Also talked to Dan Miller from Racine St. Catharines. Talked to Dave Keel 
from Homestead. We've got a number of guys coming up that we will talk to uh, throughout the show and some some great coaches and some really good games. And uh, it, it should be fun, man. There are some games that near the end I'm going to ask you to predict. So we'll see how that goes. I'll go with that. Excellent. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I love this week. I, I just do, Ryan, because we get coaches on that that you know want to show a lot of great emotion because they got a really good win, but they're like, look, we got look that you're right. Last night was great, but now this week we've got a really tough opponent. Right. Um, Brookfield Central won big last night, and I, if, since week one with with Jed Kennedy, we have talked about their defense, and he's really proud of their defense. They swarm to the ball and they hit you and hit you and hit you. Well, I got to talk to him today about their offense. They put up 52 points on Waukesha West, and I think it's because I had their quarterback on our show last week. I'm going to take <laughs> full credit for this one. Coach Kennedy, how you doing today? Hey, guys. How's it going? Man, doing good. Good. Did you get a nice uh, night nice uh, night sleep last night or what? You know what? I was so dang tired. Uh, <laughs> we always go grab a bite to eat after as coaches. I got home about 1130, and I hadn't worked our film exchange out with uh, – um, Coach Rice yet. Um, we were going to touch base in the morning if both of us won. And uh, um, so I watched our film till about 12 and was slept hard. <laughs> Man. Hey, this um, 52 points you put up on, on Waukesha West, Coach, I, 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 found, I knew what the score was at halftime. And uh, you guys offensively really hit – on some some good plays last night, and I, I just we we continue to always talk about your defense. I mean, look, and you gave up eight points in the first and and zero points second level, and and now gave up twenty eight, but a lot of those in the second half. Um, offensively, you're starting to get, starting to put up some decent numbers, right? At least last last night against Waukesha West. Yeah, you, you know, even even you know Brookfield East. You know, I, I've coached here now sixty games, and uh, you know that defense we played from Brookfield East last week was a really a top five defense in all those games. They were good. And, 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 you know, we had 19 first downs and 300 and some yards of offense. We just turned the ball over and couldn't finish drive. So I think the, the, the points you put on the board is a little misconceiving, but the reality is you're, you're, you're judged by if you can score or not. Um, last night was uh, pretty special offensively. I think, uh, you know, it was kind of old school uh, um, Jet Kennedy football. I think we threw it six times. Um, our tailback had 36 carries for 370 yards and five touchdowns. Um, you know, we just said, you know what, we're going to go right at him, and uh, that's who we are. And that, that's what I love. You know, we talked about our quarterback last week, and he, he don't care if we throw it zero times or we throw it 50 times. He just wants to win, and he had a great night with his legs last night, too. I think you know, we had over 500 yards rushing. Um, you know, and West is really good offensively, and you know, they scored the third play of the game on a 70-yard run. We yep. had two kids go underneath blocks. We came down and scored. Um, and we got them into a, a second or third and long. I can't remember. And they hit a long post play. Our D back got, um, got got his feet tangled. Up. And next thing you know, what we scored the next 14, 14, four minutes into the game. And then and then we settled down and started playing uh, um, that defense that we're accustomed to play. And they're good. I mean, they're uh, you know they play in a great league. And then uh, you know the, the the running back is a stud. The, the Tetzloff kid's as good as receiver as we've seen in a long time here. Um, and the quarterback's obviously very good. And when you, when you have all three levels like they do. 
Um, they're tough to defend, and we knew that. But uh, with that being said, we thought that we could get after them a little bit when we had the ball, and we were fortunate enough to do that last night. Coach, have you um, have you had a chance to, to see uh, the Wanakee game at all? Um, I just put it on, um, so I talked to Coach Rice this morning at 8 o'clock, and we arranged our exchange. He's a great guy, and um, he's been a friend of mine for a long time. It's kind of funny how things come full circle. I mean, I'm not that old. I think people... I probably look older than what I am. You know, I'm only 38 years old, and it's crazy. My 14th year as a head coach, and uh, when I got into this, I knew when I was a little kid um, I wanted to be a head coach. And my uncle was one of the most successful coaches in the state, so I've kind of, and I remember hearing the names like Tom Taraska and Dave Keel and Pat Rice, and um, you know, we talked about that last year with Coach Rice. I grew up, gosh, now I get a chance to coach against him last year and a chance to coach against him again this year, and. You know, they're one of the best programs in the state every year. Yep. And, uh, they got a great staff and. Uh, you know, we, we we always tell our kids that we think that we outwork 90% of the people out there um, just with how we do things and how disciplined we are. And the other 10% of the people, it's a dogfight. Well, this is the other 10%. You know, they work hard like we do and they're physical like we are and um, their coaches put in time like we are, like ours do. So um, it's, it's, it's fun. We're excited to have an opportunity. You know, um, it's interesting because we were talking during the break about a couple other teams, Ryan and I, and I said, you know, the, 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 sometimes it gets in people's heads and players' heads as they're growing up in a community when when somebody can't beat the other team and what's on the front of their jersey. You, I know your your kids could care less that Wanakee is in front of their jersey, and I know the Wanakee kids could care less that Brookfield Central is in the front of yours. So there's going to be no game plan with that kind of stuff, and it's going to be coming down to who's making plays, right? Yeah, you know, we, what we talked about, you know, our, you know we're, we're, we're certainly excited about the football program we have at BC. We would put ourselves up against anybody in the state, um, you know, just with obviously the, the wins and losses is a part of it, but just with how we do things and, you know, we really take pride in running what we consider a college-level program in, in the sense of the off-season stuff, and we have unbelievable support from our parents and our administration um, and, uh, um you know, and as does Juan Key, and you know, someone said to me last night, "Are you guys is this a revenge game?" It's not a revenge game. I mean, for, first of all, ninety percent of the kids who are going to start from neither team even played last year. On, 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 you know, what I mean, I think they lost nineteen starters, and we lost like sixteen. So, um, you know, it's just a, you know, you know what last year's game will do to this year is I'm sure it'll have our kids focus coming in because we know the type of opponent that they are, um, as as will Coach Rice's kids know what kind of program we are, and it's. You know, it's going to be a good game, and, uh, um, you know, we're just excited to, you know, our, our goal at last night was to let's be one of four teams come tomorrow morning. And, you know, what our goal this week is to, to be one of two teams. And, uh, you know, I, if, if we can get the OD playing at the same time and the same night, um, you know, we're, we're, we, we can be pretty special. So No doubt. Well, Friday night, 7 o'clock at Oconomowoc, number one seed, all four number ones. In Division Two, on the other side, Marshfield will play Homestead um, in Menasha, and then Wanakee, Brookfield Central at Oconomowoc, seven o'clock Friday night. Jed, thank you so much for a couple of minutes of your time. Uh, good luck next week against Wanakee. Yeah, Mike, and I just—I know I say this every time I'm on here, and you're always really good to us at um, BC. But uh, you know the what you guys do for high school football, and I know a lot of people look forward to t- tuning in on Saturday mornings um, to listen and. Uh, um, I know when people never get thanked enough, but we thank you um, for recognizing our program and, and, and giving us a chance to spotlight our kids and, and, and the things that we do over there. And uh, hopefully we have a chance to talk again next week. 
Jed, you got it. I, I look forward to that. And again, 7 o'clock at O'Connor Thank you so much for the kind words. I really appreciate that. Have a good day, Jed. Good yeah, luck, thanks, Coach. Mike. You got it. It's Jed Kennedy, head football coach at Brookfield Central. Boy, that's going to be uh, a Donnybrook, man. That's, the, the Brook Central team is for real. They're, they're, they're good, and they're well-coached. And I uh, there's a lot of people that – you know, man, you either love Jed or you don't, and 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 I just think the world of him. I, I watch how he does things. He made a comment to me a while ago that yeah, I coach these kids up hard, but I love them up harder. And talking to to guys who played for him, that bought in, man, they they still four or five years later run through the wall for this guy. Right. And you know, I I think he he runs he he runs a really good program, and he gets kids. He gets 100% from these kids. And he sees things. Look, when I talk to him, I go, man, I want to talk about your quarterback. He goes, yeah, he's fine. Did you see my two inside linebackers? And I said, wait. Well, he goes, no, watch them. Key on those guys. Or key on this safety. Look at this defensive end. You know he's a sophomore? Let me tell you about this kid. And it's like, you know what? I, I just I like talking to him because he, he, he points things out not only in his team but in his program, are things that maybe guys like me don't talk much about. Yeah, there's no doubt. He has the fire in your belly, if you will, and the passion. And the, it, I don't think he ever loses any bit of that every day. He he can be frustrated at times. He can be, you know, he want to be better, want to win a gold ball, want to do all this stuff. But he has a passion every day he wakes up. He slept hard. He slept hard, but now he's going again. He's going he can, again. He's rolling. I um, asked their quarterback, Lashinsky last week about playing for Jet. And this was, I think I did it off the air. And he said, look, it, you know, I got thrown in the fire as a sophomore. And it was a little scary, a little tough, you know. I had to I had to get thicker skin. He said, but now I understand it. Now I know exactly what he, how he was doing what he was doing and why he was doing it. What I didn't know back then is he was telling guys like you that I, that I had a chance to be one of the best quarterbacks he's ever coached. And he's telling me as a sophomore – that I'm lucky that I'm I'm not the starting quarterback on the freshman team, and right. he said so. He 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 completely you know knocked down some of this pride you know some of the stuff I had going, and and you know what yeah he he uh, I'd play for him any day. So, yeah. Jed Kennedy man he's that kind of guy. Guys we got to get to a break. Matt Kern, head football coach at New Berlin Eisenhower. Let's let's think about what his record has been the last two years. He's had one loss at Camp Randall. Yeah. One loss. And he, uh, I've said this a couple times, you told me you didn't know how good they'd be at the beginning of the year, but now looking back, he said all that additional practice we had last year for these kids has really paid off. And, uh, man, they're they're rolling. They got a tough one this week. They do get a tough one. They got a tough one. They do. But you know what? They're going to show up. Oh, yeah. They're going to show up. We're going to talk to Matt Curran, head football coach at New Berlin Eisenhower. On the other side of the break, this is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented as always, by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside the Athletic Director at Muskego, Ryan McMillan. Hey, before we get to Matt Kern, 
So you were at the Mosquito game last night. We're going to talk to Ken Krause at uh, at 11 o'clock. How is it? Have you gotten over the, it's been two years since you've been on the sidelines, or do you still get the butterflies and go, man, be nice to be over there oh, during I, games like that? Because as an AD, you're busy during the game, right? I don't, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm busy. I, I mean, I know I'm helping in other ways. I think, uh, I don't think, if you're a football coach, I don't think you ever lose it in your belly for Friday nights. Right. It's the, you know, what what Jed's doing right now when he kind of <laughs> and Matt, that. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's now till through Thursday through Friday morning. I, I don't know that uh, you'll ever lose the Friday night thing, but no, it. Uh, I be, I was moving around. There's a lot of things going on last night, and it was good to see the Warriors come out. How much did you get to watch part of the game? I watched. I mean, I watched all of it, but I just got constant uh, right. communications going on as I'm watching. How many people were there last night? You think? Uh five thousand. Wow. Yeah, it was packed. There's standing room only, uh, all the way around the fence and in the, in the stands and. Everything that was we put in new new bleachers, everything was filled. Well, I know that there was a lot of people at the Eisenhower game last night. A chance to play uh, Greendale, thirty-one-six. Team from Eisenhower is awfully good, man. Matt Curran, congratulations, good win last night. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Yeah, boy, going. To, if, if I asked you at at three o'clock yesterday afternoon, if I said, uh, oh, thirty-one. I'm sorry, thirty-one twenty-one. No, thirty-one-six. 31-6. Right. If I told you at 4 o'clock yesterday, hey, Coach, I'm predicting a 31-6 win over a really good Greendale team, what would you have said? Uh, I probably wouldn't have guessed that you were accurate with that. <laughs> thought um, I was nuts, right? Well, I mean, we obviously had played them earlier in the year and was a competitive, low-scoring game that just swung on a couple yep. of plays. And you get to this point in the season, and margin of victory is not really important as much as just getting the win. But, uh, yeah, I I would have uh, been a little surprised if that was your prediction pregame. Coach, when I saw you guys um, up close and personal at the Woodland Conference Championship, I, I walked away really impressed with your defense and gave up six points last night, gave up seven points the week before, gave up zero points um, the week prior to that. You've given up 13 total points here in the playoffs you got to feel pretty good about the, the 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 way the defense is playing right now. Oh, for sure, and our defense has really been playing well all year. I mean, I think we've we've got a good combination of a lot of things. We're first, we're really well coached. I mean, you, I know you've had Sean Crowley on the Man, earlier in the year. And big he does such big a great fan job. of his. Yeah, big fan. Well, he, he's a great coach, and all of our defensive guys really work well under what what his direction is on that. And then and then you combine it with the guys who have. You know, a bunch of seniors and juniors who have played a ton of football now the last two years who really understand what we're asking them to do. And we've got, um, you know, really high-level players at every level of our defense. You know, we've got, uh, you know, all-state quality kids in the back end with Jake Shara and and then the front end with Mark Shields and a whole bunch of really good football players in between. So it's it's a good combination of things to have a really good defense. Hey, Shields is a kid we named the U.S. Army uh, player of the game, I think, right? Uh, I think you went with the whole defense. Yeah, and, and Mark but, was he was supposed to be the spokesperson. Yeah, well, you know he, he's more into <laughs> tackling people and hitting people, he and is. he is talking on the, Man, on the microphone. But that's okay. I'll tell you, yeah, it is okay. He looked at me like, "Are you kidding me? I do not pick me." And I <laughs> and I said, "You come on, you're fine." And he, he, he if he could have gone to the dentist and had a root canal. Though that moment, he would have walked away and had that root canal. I'll tell you, watching him play, he goes sideline to sideline, and trust me when I say this, he does not mind hitting people. 
No, he's pretty amazing. I mean, we've and as as this year has unfolded, and and we've tried to play some cat and mouse games with other teams on how they're choosing to stay away from him. We've had some fun with playing him at tackle, playing him at linebacker. Uh, you know, we've put him on the kickoff team. We're just trying to really maximize our ability to to use his talents as much as possible because he's such a unique kid and what he can do. So, Coach, you have to be really happy and enjoy the win a little bit last night. But you wake up today and, and you know, Catholic Memorial, the number one seed on the top, um, you know, they, they, they obviously played really well against uh, Mount Horror Barneville. They beat them 38 nothing, And you know what you're getting when you're going to go play a Catholic Memorial team. You know what? You know Bill Young right now is watching tape. He's breaking down film uh, to the point that I I don't even try to call him to say, "Can you give me fifteen minutes?" Because I know his routine. And can can your kids obviously what what they have on the front of their jersey? You've had one loss in in two years at this point, and it was at Camp Randall. So you don't shy away from anybody. Catholic Memorial, kind of the same way. Yeah, I mean, I think when you get to this stage of things where you're at level four, you know every team is going to be a great challenge. Uh, we had a great game with Catholic Memorial last year, yep. level three, um, and certainly know what kind of talent that they've been able to assemble over there and, and what kind of team that they have. So, uh, But, yeah, you said it. I mean, we get to a point now with our kids where we're, we're not you know, going to shy away from any challenge and any opponent, and I think we're just really excited to have the opportunity to – to go back we're going back out to kettle moraine where we played the level four game last year so there'll be some some great memories from that field and uh you know we're gonna we're gonna go out there and give it our best shot yeah you know ryan i, I told you this about the uh eisenhower team and i i used the word moxie and and not in a bad you know sometimes you can use that word and it's negative this was a totally positive word when i was standing on the sidelines for their game they, they they have some moxie to them, and and they and they, they they walk very confident, and they should. But I watched that team, and when their second team came in to play Messmer Short, and then some of the third team kids, that first team group was standing there cheering those guys on, high five of them, slapping them, saying, "No, you need to get over, you need to get in that gap." And so those those kids on the first team were coaching up the kids that were coming in off the bench a little bit. I was really impressed with that. And, and and they they come off the bus and they fully expect to win. They don't hope to win, and that that's different for for some of the teams that I've seen in the past. Yeah, you get uh, the repeated success like we talked off the air. You know the the two year stretch for sure that they're in right now, uh, extremely successful. And, and the 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 kids want to win, and they want to win in a big way. And they got a bunch of swag over in uh, you know New Berlin Eisenhower. They do and, and Ike, as they say. Yep, and. Uh, whoever's on the field better represent and uphold the brand. Otherwise, uh, they're going to have to answer for it. Hey, Matt, do you see that too, or are you too close to the whole to the whole program? No, I see some of that. I think we've, you know, you, it's what you discussed there is an interesting line. You want to respect every opponent. You want to invest in every week, no matter who you're playing. Um, but you also want your kids to be confident. And as you said, I mean, I think our kids have earned the right to feel confident when they you take bet. the field on defense. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think, you know, there are times that we've had to talk to them about, hey, let's, let's make sure that we're not, we're not going too far on, on carrying ourselves the, the wrong way with that stuff. But I also, I, I like having a team that, that is, is pretty good on defense and knows it. And, and I think that's a part of playing great defense, too, is, 
is understanding that, hey, teams are going to hit some plays on you sometimes, but we'll, we'll line them back up and, and go back after them again. And um, I, I think we've tried really hard, too, to force teams to drive the ball on us. And if we don't give up big plays and make teams go 12, 13, 14 plays, we like our chances in those situations. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I, I'm going to a game Friday night. I, I just – I don't know how to choose it, to be honest with you. I wish – I wish they had, you know, a couple Friday night, then one Saturday morning, one Saturday afternoon, one right. Saturday night. Uh, but they don't do that. Everything's 7 o'clock. This one's at Kettle Moraine. It is uh, New Berlin Eisenhower against Kettle, against uh, Catholic Memorial. And uh, both schools will represent. I'll tell you that. Matt, thank you. I really appreciate all the time that you give us. And, and when I ask you to come on, you're, you're kind enough to give us some time. So thank you and good luck this week against Catholic Memorial. All right, Mike, thank you very much. I appreciate it. You bet. Uh, Matt Curran, head football coach at New Berlin Eisenhower. Well, I'll tell you what, and and look, I'll, I'll say this. They, they do. They, 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 they have some swag when they come off the bus, yep. and they earned it. Oh, yeah. They earned that. It's not fake stuff. It's not like, you know what, we're, we're three and four, but we're better than that. We're, and all this talk, uh-uh. These guys earned the respect from a lot of people around this state, and uh, good for them. That Mark Shield is a player, man. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm yeah. what Ryan. I'm watching him, and he's a thick, fast, tough as nails kid who wants to be in every tackle, and he flies to the ball, man. And and if you're moving, he's gonna hit you, and then he'll help you up a little bit and smile a little bit, and he's a good looking kid. I put a microphone in his. He wanted no part of that, man. Is he, he a senior? Yeah, he wanted no part of it. Yes, and he was going to be the spokesperson. He was like, "No, don't pick me." I go, "No, come on, you'll be fine." He was not, and and you know, I put the microphone, and it was like, "And we're off." And I put asked him a quick question, put it there, and he just kind of looked at me. If he could have hit me, oh, yeah. he would have hit me. Yeah, yeah, he wanted no part of that. But man, as a football player, boy, is that kid impressive? And they got their hands full. They do. They definitely do. They You've got... seen Catholic Memorial. Yep, they're tough. Some of the best personnel. I mean, if you talk to conference coaches, they'll say they got the best personnel in the conference. So, wow, we'll uh, we'll find out. They got some dudes that can play. There's no doubt about it. I mean, they are not uh, they're not weak in any area. It, that's gonna be a good one. Other side of the break, Marty Shibblehut. He's my guy up in Fondy, and uh, we, we talked to him this time of the year, and he he's really entertaining, man. And he's the one who said, oh. I don't know if Fondia wants any part of Kimberly. We'll ask him about that Sounds that good. statement on the other side. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented, as always, by our friends at your local pick-and-save stores. This time of year, I, I, you know I love these shows, Ryan. And one of the reasons is we get to reach out to our guy up in Fond du Lac. Mm-hmm. I think if he ran for if there's a mirror of Fond du Lac, he might win it. He is, uh, he is one of my friends, man, and he, uh, he gets involved. He loves his high school stuff just about as much as I do if not a little bit more. Let me tell you, Marty Shibblehut from 1450 KFIZ and 107.1 The Bull. Marty, how you been? 
Mac, Daddy, great to be part of the uh, the big show with you and Coach Ryan. I got to be honest, I was on the tractor this morning in Las Vegas listening to the uh, cross country show, and I almost, and I say almost, got off the tractor to start running, but yeah. I figured that was going to I was going to get in the way of my donut run. So. Yeah, let's be honest. Let's come on. <laughs> if that Dunkin' Donuts was you know a quarter of a mile away, you may have sprinted, but man, listen to who's talking smack about that. Hey Marty, you uh, did you call the St. Mary Springs game last night? We called. Uh, actually, we had Fondy on the uh, AM, and we had St. Mary Springs on the FM. So we had a twin bill last night, and the uh, St. Mary Springs Amherst game did not disappoint. Another uh, that was another repeat game. Springs and Amherst had met back in August, and Springs pitched a shutout there, thirty-four zip last night. Much closer game, not as crisp of a game for Springs, but Springs came out on top, twelve zip again. So I've seen Lake Country Lutheran. Uh, we did a Thursday Night Lights High School football game of the week on my 24, uh, and I've seen them up close and personal. And similar to what we just talked about with New Berlin Eisenhower, they, they, they've they got some moxie to them. You know, a little bit of swag. They got to the state finals last year, and, you know, that that's a team that, that fully expects to win whatever field they walk on right now. They're feeling pretty good. Springs is a different animal. Man, you know, Springs is kind of that that team where it's like they, they've got so many gold balls in their trophy case that they've been there, they understand what it takes to win and what it takes to get to Camp Randall. That's going to be a good game. Tell me about this year's Springs team, Marty. Are they uh, are they big and physical? Are they fast? What what are they what are they doing up there? Well, it's interesting because I would I would put Springs kind of in the same category. I know you had Coach Jones on early with Kimberly. Springs has been there so often. I don't know if I'd call it, um, you know, swag or moxie as much as they just feel confident that when they step on the field that they're going to just impose their will on you. I will tell you that this year's team is a little bit different, at least the last few weeks, and I don't know if you follow it much at all, but Springs two weeks ago lost one of their junior players in a hunting accident. So the Springs team from a couple weeks ago is not – the Springs team that you're seeing right now, and they just are a little bit off. They were not as crisp last night. They had a number of, uh, I think it was at least four 15-yard penalties. You know, this is a team that um, they, they delivered five shutouts this year, four other games, seven points or less. Their defense has really been winning the ball game. Mitch Wechter on the offensive side, uh, almost 2,000 yards passing, 1,000 of that goes to Cade Christensen. Christensen didn't even catch a pass last night. They were double-teaming them, in a couple of cases, triple-teaming them. So Springs had to rely more on the rush with uh, Marcus Orlandoni on the offensive side. Defensively, they are they they are, and they will always be kind of defense first. I mean, they just don't give up the big plays. And last night, again, they're, I would tell you, I don't know if they're as big as uh, Lake Country Lutheran just looking at the uh, – the rosters last night's game against Amherst. Amherst was a little bigger, and even on the on the lines, they were able to push a little bit. But man, when push came to shove last night, Springs was able to find a couple of ways to get some points. But uh, one of those games where it just even late, a couple of couple of key plays in that game could have turned in a hurry. At uh, Friday night, seven o'clock at West Bend East High School, uh, Lake Country Lutheran, the one seed against St. Mary Springs. Uh, the one seed on on the lower bracket, um, Marty. When we talked, we text back and forth last night. You know, we we kind of thought that this would come. You know, the Kimberly Fondy game, 
And uh, you said, look, I'm not sure not sure if Fonny wants any part of Kimberly right now. We talked earlier in the show that I bet a lot of people in Fond du Lac were rooting for Bayport last night. And uh, you know what? Here it is at uh, Titan Stadium on Friday night. Maybe the game in the state, I would think people would agree with that. Uh, that's going to be a heck of a game. Kimberly, I think, is looking for a little revenge. Jones won't say that, but I got to believe that those boys are thinking that. Well, I I made the uh, I was at the very first game when when Fonny beat Kimberly and Fonny. In fact, Mar- Mar- hey Marty, you called it live here on my Friday night scoreboard show. You, you were on the sidelines, and we held on with you, and you said, snap down, kick good, Fonny beats him, record is over. Do you? I think you said, do you believe in miracles? No, maybe that wasn't you. <laughs> that would have that been the first time you heard that. Statement, first. So I hope you got that on, on, the, on TV. I will tell you this, Fonny and Kimberly, uh, I, the only reason I said last night that I don't think anybody wanted Kimberly right now is Fonny has had to play Kimberly. It just seems like twice a year for the last three or four right. years. I think I think anybody would say, yeah, it would have been fun to play a different team. But that being said, I also think these are the two best teams, and you guys have a much better handle on Milwaukee teams. But I do think right now these are the two best teams in state. Always unfortunate to me this time of year that I think your best game is not going to be played at Camp Randall, but. I think, again, for Fondy to get over that hump, to prove that they are the team that I think they've been all year, the team that they have been now the last four or five years, and you look at what Coach Gnabok did here at Fond du Lac and what he was able to do going down to McWanago in yep. the first year, they have, they have built a program that you know now can compete on a regular basis. So in order to get to that level and in order to get to the point where you bring home a current ball, um, a, a gold ball, you got to beat the best and you're going to have to beat Kimberly and Quite frankly, a Friday night weather looks pretty uh, pretty spectacular right now, and you're going to be playing at Titan Stadium, which uh, has had its share of great big games. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be a pretty amazing night, I think, in Oshkosh. Is that the game you'll be at? No, sadly they're uh, they're sending the B team to West Bend, so uh, St. Mary Springs is going to get to myself. And uh, I don't know if you've ever had Coach Mark Madigan from Laconia High School has been with me the last couple of weeks, and. That's been fun having uh, a coach in the booth that actually knows what's going on on the field. So, um, <laughs> when, did, when did they drop you to? You've always been an A team guy, man. Well, I kind of, I, I still in my mind, <laughs> Mac. I still got game. I still think I'm, I'm A game material. But you know, Spencer calls his shots now on the sports side, and they send the general manager down to West Bend. So. Yeah, you give me, uh, you give me Spencer's number. He needs to understand who Marty <laughs> Shibohut is. Man, you've never been on the B team. I mean, you get cut, but if you're on the team, lot, you're an A yeah. team. Man, that's a... <laughs> right. Hey, Marty, um, I, last thing, I'm, I'm really saddened for the loss at uh, uh, the people at St. Mary Springs. I've read a bunch of articles on that, and certainly a lot of prayers throughout the state, Wisconsin, going to that family and to that program. Um, certainly have fun. Lake Country Lutheran will give them all they can handle, and uh, it's really well coached, good group of kids. Should be a great matchup. Uh, would love nothing better than to have two teams from Final Act making it down to Camp Randall, but to be playing, and I think Coach Jones had brought this up before, to have teams at level four this late in the season with no snow on the ground, that's uh, that's a pretty big blessing everybody should uh, should say, be thankful for. You got it, Marty. Thanks a lot for, uh, for the time. Have a good weekend. 
You too, big time. Thanks. Thanks. You bet. That's Marty Shibblehut. Uh, we're going to come back with the head football coach at Muskego. You know this guy? I know. You know him. This is the Wendy's Varsity Pledge High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's love. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. So if you are... I'm going to date myself a little bit. Don Coriel, you know who that is? I do not. So he was uh, the former head coach for the uh, the Chargers, and they nicknamed him Air Coriel because he's the one that 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 came in and and spread it out and just started throwing the ball all over the place. Huh. Our next guest, we got a new nickname for him. He's Air Krause, man. He is the head coach at Muskego. Look, I had a few people texting me last night. You, why don't you return my text messages, by the way, during the games? I know you're busy, but I'm like, you, you give me a score. Nothing. But I got three other people. That's good. Guy said, man, Krause's throwing the ball all over the field here. And I said, you're kidding, right? He goes, no, he's, he's thrown it a couple times. So new nickname for the head coach at Muskego, Air Krause. What's going on, Coach? How are you? Oh, well, thanks for having Muskego on, on this morning. I appreciate that. Hey, we've thrown five touchdown passes in the last two weeks, so uh, we're getting that ball in the air. Man, Air Krause, that's the new – got to put that on the back of the jersey or the back of the shirt. Hey, Coach, that, that was a really good football team you guys beat last night. And yep. you know what? To defensively, I look, I had a chance to meet Coach Lucchese – young defensive coordinator a couple weeks ago, was really impressed with him and the passion that he has, not only for you in this program, but for these kids. And uh, they had quite a game last night. Giving up three points to a Franklin team is impressive. Yeah, I feel that we've got uh, the best defensive staff in the state. We've got uh, Coach Lucchese, Coach Kunick, Coach Mlachnik, Coach Damo, Coach Wagner, Coach Nalt, and uh, Coach Crawford. There's a whole crew over there. And they watch so much film, and they're so positive, and they're so energetic. And, uh, you know, we've been knocking on the door the last nine years, but the biggest difference is our defense is just playing phenomenal the last couple of years. And Franklin's uh, averaging 40 points a game holding the three points uh, is not only credit to our coaches, but our kids, too. We have just got great kids who will run through a wall, and uh, their attitude's so positive, and they're such hard workers. It's just been a pleasure with these guys. So, Coach, you, you uh, certainly want to celebrate that victory, but this time of year you can only do that for about 15 minutes. Um, you ain't kidding. Me. Friday night you get uh, a, a program that, that certainly has had a lot of success, understands what big games are all about. Kids from Milwaukee, Marquette, number one seed on the other bracket, uh, rolled up a little bit on a pretty good uh, Racine Horlick team, 34-13, and you get a chance to play them at Arrowhead, Certainly a facility you guys are very familiar with. 7 o'clock on, on Friday night. Have you had any time to watch any of their tape? Yep. When I got home last night, I watched tape for a while. I've been watching all this morning. Uh, they're big and physical on defense. they got some big linebackers. and uh, Franklin had a lot of great speed last night. And this this game, Marquette's got good speed, but they got definitely some size. And they've got some good skill players. Obviously, the running back is special. So, 
you know, we just played 11 old team and now we're playing a 12 and old team. You know, it's that time of year. So, uh, it's fun. You get the best of the best. Man, it, it, uh, it is fun. Ryan, you had a chance to, to watch Muskego play and you've watched him all year long. Um, they they have progressed nicely throughout the year and playing maybe their best football right now. Oh, absolutely! Uh, the defensive effort that Coach Krause alluded to uh, last night was uh, was outstanding. They had their backs against the wall. They had some tough penalties that they were a little self inflicted at times, um, and they they bent but they didn't break. And uh, they did a great job of getting the ball back to the offense. And the and you know the the wing tee continues to evolve, and Coach Krause's got some. Uh, some tricks up his sleeve that just keep coming out and it's, little it's in the wrinkles and air, air crowds, air crowds. There you go. <laughs> and uh, I mean, beautiful long pass to kind of uh, set the stadium on fire last night, and uh, the whole place erupted. And then it was all Warriors from that um, that point out. Hey, um, I'll ask both of you guys this: When you play a team like Franklin that likes to spread it out and throw it around a little bit, and now you're going to play a Marquette team that that played that way. Couple years, then I watched him against Arrowhead, and they lined up and, and punched him in the mouth. They got a running back, like you had said, coach. It's something special. They've got some receivers that are awfully talented in the quarterback. They can throw a little bit, but they're 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 a different team than Franklin. Different style. Hard to get your kids. Now you have what four or five days of practice. Not much hitting going on this week to get them to understand a whole different style. Well, at Muskego, I think our goal is to stop the run first. I think our defensive staff does a great job of that's that's their first goal going to any game. So, um, you know, we've we faced so many different types of offenses this year. We've seen spread teams. We've seen teams that like to run the ball. So, you know, when you get to that 12th game, um, I think the advantage is you've kind of seen everything this year. So, um, but I would agree, you know, Franklin likes to sling it. But, you know, they were trying to run the football too last night. So, um it's fun, though. It's a different challenge every week. I think that's part of the fun. And we haven't played Marquette. Um, I don't know if when's the last time Mosquito's done it. So it's also fun to play somebody different as well for us. Coach, same question for you. Yeah, I think uh, you get to this point and you start to look more at personnel. I think uh, if you're getting to this level, your staff, our, our grinders, they're going to figure out the systems and the how they're going to attack things. But within any system, it's <clears throat> Who are they trying to highlight feature as their their athletes and their players? And really it's more about making sure you you try to have an answer for those explosive playmakers and hope that you're sound enough that the other ones uh, don't beat you. And, and as you said a few times already on the show, it's going to come down to kids making plays. And yeah. Great great football programs at this time in the state. Uh, you got one seeds all, all over the place, and, and kids got to continue to make plays to advance. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And and. I'll tell you this: you get a chance to play them at Arrowhead on on Friday night at seven o'clock, Coach. And and uh, like I said, I've I've seen I haven't seen you guys this year, but I've seen you just about every other year the past three or four. And I understand the Muskego way. And then I watch Marquette. That's going to be a, a, a game that people that go to that game are really going to enjoy. Two different styles, a little bit, but guys that are going to just hit you, and they're going to play to the whistle, and they're going to play the entire game. Doesn't matter what the score is. They've got they've got a roster size about the same size as, as yours, so mm-hmm. it's not going to be. They played a Horley team last night that I think has 38, 39 kids on the roster. The majority of those kids going both ways, so they warm down a little bit, and that's not going to happen in, in this game. Nobody's going to get wore down. You know, it's going to come down to who's who's making some plays. Hey, coach, when you watch uh, Marquette on on film, 
you talked about that running back, but what else what else kind of worries you a little bit? What's going to keep you up at night about that team? Well, you can tell you can tell they're well coached. You can tell they have a system. You know, they believe in what they do. Um, they've got some nice size at the, the linebacker positions, the outside and inside. So, um, you know, obviously the running backs had a great year. They have a good line. I think they're just a very sound team. You know, they're just their schemes are sound and they're well coached. And you know, they play in a good conference as well, so they're seasoned. So we have a ton of respect for them and it's gonna be a great game. Hey coach, thanks a lot for a couple of minutes of your time and, and hopefully you don't mind this new nickname we've come up with for you. <laughs> I love that nickname. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Eric Krause, man. If you, yeah, yeah. you come up with a, a, a shoe line, a, a, you know, come up with some tennis shoe lines, I may buy a pair, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to echo what Jed said earlier. I, I appreciate you putting us on air and, you know, what you do to represent high school football and, it, I think, uh, you know, as coaches and players and, and fans, you know, we love tuning in on Saturday. So thanks for, you know, doing such a good job uh, with, with you know, our part of the state with high school football. We really, really appreciate it. And thanks for having the ski go on today. You got – I really appreciate those words, Coach. I really do because it's fun to do it. But, you know, it's hard to get it here every Saturday sometimes. And and uh, I think we, we, we do as good a job as anybody at Highlight Promoting, celebrating what you guys do. And good luck this week against a really tough Marquette team. Yeah, thanks. Thanks again. Appreciate it. And thanks. Hey, uh, Mac, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good, buddy. That's awesome. All right. Hey, all right. you we'll know what? You and thanks for t- talking about all those defensive guys. By the way, that young defensive coordinator that I that you sent me to come on my show, man, what an impressive young man he is. Yeah, you know, I, I'm very, very fortunate. You know, I, I, was, I coached him in high school, and uh, we were able to keep in contact throughout the years. And, uh, He's as hard a worker as you're going to find. He's super enthusiastic. And, uh, you know, when you got a former player coaching with you, you know that he's loyal and he's with you. And so I'm very blessed. Our community's blessed to have him. So very, very fortunate. And you see the success our program's having. You bet. Yeah, it's it's really impressive. Uh, excellent. Good luck on Friday, Coach. And we'll uh, hopefully be talking next week. Yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> you got it. Hey, thanks. Man, you're uh, it's a pretty cool school to be around right now. Muskego? Yeah. Oh yeah. We got uh great people, great community and we're uh we're starting to show that a little bit in, in more ways than one and, and they're feeding off each other. Let hey, let me ask you this. does there get to a point like I and I should have asked Coach Jones this, he would have been the perfect guy to ask this to. Does it do, do communities and schools ever take winning for granted? I mean, do do you think at Kimberly that they at level one or even sometimes throughout the season that they go, I, I'm not going to go out there tonight. They're just, I mean, they're going to pound them. They win all the time. That's what they do. And then they, they're Johnny come lately guys. And I wonder if that happens up at Kimberly. Oh, I think uh, community wise, that happens. There's no doubt. I mean, because you just look at your gate and your revenues and everything else. And, you know, especially with earlier in the playoffs this year with the Brewers being hot, I think. Uh, I think some of the people looked at some of the brackets and said, well, this team will play this team, you know, three three weeks from now, four weeks from now. I'll worry about that this game. I'll come yeah. watch them that game. And I think a little bit in the community. I don't know about school-wise. Um, student section's great. Yeah, student section's great. Uh, a lot of times you got those, those students in it, and they're living in the moment, and that's their time in high school. And I think uh, I don't think you can ever really take that away at, at any high school or, or program, but I think – General community, I mean, when you start talking about ticket sales and things, there's no doubt there's a little bit of that. Hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, I did not want to talk to this guy today. Had no interest. (laughs) None. 
kind of forced my hand a little bit. Yes, head, head football coach at Racine St. Catharines. He's a good guy. But, man, I did not want to talk to him today. But I I need to be professional. Yes, sir. I'm not taking it personal as he beat my Spartans last night. <laughs> we'll talk to Dan Miller, head football coach at Racine St. Catharines. On the other side of the break, this is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Coach, you know what? Uh, sometimes you just you really don't want to talk to somebody, and uh, they force your hand. You got to talk to them. Got to do it. You, you got to do it. And uh, I like Dan Miller from Racine St. Catharines a lot, but I didn't want to talk to him today, not even a little bit. I was hoping to uh, not have to send him a text at six thirty this morning begging him to come on. But standing on the sidelines last night for the Martin Luther Racine St. Catharines game, oh my goodness. Look, and I told you this during the break, and I want Dan to hear this. Watching that quarterback, what he reminded me of was Melvin Gordon at Kenosha Bradford. When he hit a seam, he was gone. He was gone. And it was like Martin Luther has some athletes, man. Mm -hmm. And I watched this kid. Now I'm on field level. I'm standing off, off on the sidelines, and I'm like, hey, I'm excited to see this kid play in person. Seeing tape on him. Tape does not do this kid justice. And he... He's not a one-man wrecking team. I don't know how many carries he had last night, but he didn't have that. Dan Miller does a good job. He doesn't get him hit a whole lot. And when he needs him, he uses him. And, man, oh, man, does this kid deliver. Coach Miller, that thing was so impressive last night, watching this young man play and this Racine St. Catherine's team play. Um, congratulations. I didn't want to talk to you today, man, but here you are. You forced my hand, Miller. You forced my hand. Congratulations. Well, I, good. I, I, Go ahead. No, I, I wanted to talk to you, Mike. I know you did. <laughs> I know. We talked before the game, and I wanted no part of you today. I was all set to say, Coach Hopper, what a great win. They played well. You know, defensively that first half, they struggled. They could not stop you guys. I don't think I don't think they got to stop the entire first half, did they? Um, I, I, I can't recall right now, but, uh, we, we definitely came out uh, very focused and, uh, we had a good week of practice and, uh, you know, you, you go into going to playing a, a conference full for the second time. And, uh, there, there's a lot of things that are involved, um, that you got to think about and that you got to worry your kids are thinking about, you know, first and foremost. And, uh, you know, we just we just kind of nipped it in the bud on Monday, um, and, and just told the boys that, hey, you know what? There's all this talk that uh, they get a second shot at us, and and this and that. I said, you know, when you're in the postseason, every game you're playing for your life, or you're you're hanging up your your uniform, uh, and for seniors, maybe for the last time ever. And um, I said that that should be motivation for them. It should be motivation for us, and I don't think it gets any better than that. It it doesn't coach and and that that quarterback is a special football player. Yeah, he's he's got a, a unique, uh, fantastic skill set. You know, not only with his feet, everyone is you know looks at his running ability as being so special. But boy, the way he read uh, the defense, uh, some of the step ups in the pocket. We had a great we had great pass protection by our offensive line. I, I can't say enough about how our big boys. Uh, blocked and, and, and held the line, but he, he dissected the uh, the defensive coverage and, and threw some beautiful balls. Coach, that uh, ball he threw right before the half, 
I was on the Martin Luther sideline. That thing took the wind out of him a little bit. Yeah, I think so, especially right after, uh, you know, we unfortunately kicked to uh, Daryl's Crawley Reed, uh, <laughs> which we were trying not to do the whole night. And unfortunately, you know, he does a great job of finding the ball. And, uh, you know, once he touched it, it was a touchdown and, and they had the momentum going. And, we, you know, we had about a minute 30 left on the clock. And, and to, for us to kind of maintain our poise, um, it shows a lot about our leadership, senior leadership. We got 15 seniors that have been playing together for a very long time through the youth program. And, um, you know, they showed their resiliency by, by just, you know, staying focused and, and having that confidence that we could go down and, and put some more points on the board. Coach, do you have a pitch count on him as far as how many runs you Because it, it seemed to me like you have some really talented kids in the backfield. The one's an awfully good point guard, by the way. Um, and yeah. on the basketball floor, you've got some really talented kids in the backfield and some re- receivers that can can run like the wind. And and it seems like, you know, you don't you don't have you don't have your quarterback run the ball a ton, but you pick your spots. Is that is that true? Uh, there's no pitch count uh, for Brown. Um, you know, when when he wants to take it, uh, he's going to take it and. Uh, you know, a lot of it comes out of, you know, some of our passing, uh, out of our passing game, and it kind of, sometimes it takes away from our receivers, if anything, and, you know, you feel a little, little, uh, you know, unfortunate for them that, uh, you know, if the pocket breaks down at all, he, he's got the wheels to take it to the house or make a big play, and, and then that keeps the ball out of the receiver's hands here and there, but, um, uh, yeah, no, no pitch count. Uh, we have some design plays and, uh, for, for all our, all our weapons. Hey, have you had a chance to see uh, Lakeside Lutheran at all? Watch them on tape uh, we yet? Had, yeah, we looked at them a little bit this morning. So I, I've, uh, I'm pretty good friends with a couple people up there. One, his son plays for that team. Uh, one, uh, his nephew plays for that team. So I'm pretty familiar with that. Oh, wow. That 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 is a a strong senior class as well. That um, has has kind of pinpointed this senior class. As being the one that that's going to you know have a lot of success not only on the football field but the basketball court, and you know I was getting text messages from a couple of guys all through through your game last night, you know saying what's the score, you know can you tell me what do you can you give me anything on St. Catharines? I said I got nothing. Well, I'll tell you what, there you be, be be ready to, to catch their quarterback a little bit, uh, but they're a big strong senior laden team. Uh, that took care of Edgerton pretty good last night at forty-five fourteen. Yeah, you know you start you you start thumbing through their their roster and and you start counting those two thousand nineteen boys and you're, you're getting into the teens and then you hit twenty and you're like okay uh, this this is very similar to the Lodi team from yes. last year that went to the title game they had twenty I think three seniors we had three uh, last year so um, you know we're we're blessed to have the boys we have and have the numbers at the senior senior class that we do and and they are they are all um the, the size weight and height uh they have a beautiful team uh with a quarterback that's pretty special himself yeah hey last last thing coach you you had talked about that offensive line and i I definitely needed to give them some kudos um you're right they, that's first of all that's that's a a big offensive line. For, for a team division four to, to watch those kids and the size that they have and their feet, they, they move well 
for kids that size, and they protect that quarterback and your running backs really well. You know, guys like me, get we keep looking at the shiny ball, you know, which is that quarterback and those running backs receivers. But, boy, that offensive line does a nice job. Thank you. Yeah, they work uh, really hard, you know, we have uh, three of them that are two. Uh, we have two that are two-year starters, and uh, one that's a four-year starter. And so um, we got a couple that are three-year starters on there, and and uh, they're really working together. I think uh, you know that's the key to, to be able to make some of those adjustments on the line uh, when the defense defense shifts. To be able to do that and do it efficiently, um, you know, really helps out uh, all those skill positions. Well, I wish Cafferty, the basketball player, would be playing football because then he'd be a little tired and sore come basketball season. But I didn't see him. I kept looking for him on the roster. Didn't see him on there, Coach. Yeah, he's he's a volleyball player, and uh, you know um, he plays on. Uh, uh, they had a, a Thursday game against Indian Trails for the sectional finals, and they came up short. But uh, a Cinderella story for our volleyball program for our school. Uh, the the farthest they've ever gone in the history of the the program and uh it was an exciting uh event on thursday even though they came up short uh the boys uh you know uh, played great volleyball um throughout the season well the uh, the bible of of high school basketball book mark miller's book came out yesterday and uh in our conference on the basketball side they've got racine st Catharines one and greendale martin luther two so we uh i got a text oh, this morning geez. from I got a text from Darius this morning wondering if I had a key to the to the gym and if he could get in and get some shots up today. Oh my gosh, I tell you Darius is a, he's a tremendous kid. Um just all around great kid, great athlete. Uh probably a better person. I yep. talked with him quite a bit. He runs track as well. I'm a track coach and and I've seen him at the, a lot of the meets and you know, um like I told him, you know, any 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 recruiter that comes in looking at Brown or any of my other guys, uh, Darius is the first one that I say you need to get to Martin Luther to check this kid out and and uh, hopefully his recruiting uh, has uh, stepped up and and he starts getting those offers that he's uh, very deserving of. Hey, speaking of Brown, is, has he made a decision where he's going next year? He has not. He's narrowed it down to a to a couple schools and uh, he's still getting some uh, some of the late interest uh, from. From a couple of the other schools, North Carolina has, has reached out to him, and and so Indiana, um, and uh, that that's uh, some of those opportunities are intriguing, and so you know, uh, the the player, the athletes, they get uh, a couple uh, official visits, and he has yet to take any. So I, I think once uh, this season, you know, this wraps up, uh, you know, you hope in in two weeks. Um, then he'll have some time to to go and visit some of these schools and and make a better uh, decision. Coach, I know early on Wisconsin was very interested. Did they offer? Uh, they did offer, and um, you know we're they're looking at uh, transcripts and stuff like that. Okay, well I'll tell you what, I'd love to see him in red and white so that I could finally root for him. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of not rooting for him, Coach. <laughs> I wanted I wanted him to be playing for a team I can root for because he is a special, special athlete. Man, I'll tell you that was uh, that was interesting to watch last night. Like I said, the only kid that I remember having that same feeling on, you know, was a running back from from Bradford that's playing in the NFL right now. That when he hit that seam, he was just gone. 
and nobody was going to catch him. So, yeah, good luck this week. You guys play uh, Lakeside Lutheran at Waukesha North on Friday night at 7 o'clock. There's a chance you'll see me on the sidelines for that one, Coach. Well, I hope you're on our side, Mike. I'll be popping back. i got a lot of friends on one side. I've got you oh, on the other. Come I, on. Hey, what, I wore get, black get last the... night. <laughs> I Only because that was the warmest jacket I could find, brother. Hey, oh, Dan. you knew it was That was our theme. It was blackout. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you know what? Shame on me then. I should have <laughs> just went out and bought something green. Dan, congratulations and, and good luck. Uh, represent our conference well next week. Thank you very much, Mike. Thanks for having us on and uh, and uh, supporting uh, the program and the, the football in in this side of the part of the part of the state here. You got it. That's Dan Miller, head football coach at Racine St. Catharines. Let's get to a break. Dave Keel coming up. They're rolling. They are. They are rolling. We'll talk to Dave on the other side. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGiver alongside Ryan McMillan. He is the athletic director at Muskego. So Dave Keel is going to join us, head football coach at Homestead. And they won 42-12 last night. I, I got to tell you, I again, having my son-in-law as a coach on that, uh, on, on a coach on that, that team – um, I was worried about the Slinger game. I saw Slinger play big, strong, you know, trying to grind it out and get first downs. And uh, Homestead came out and took care of business, man. Took care of Slinger. And now they get a chance to play the number one seed um, from the top side, Marshfield. And they play at uh, in Menasha Friday night at 7 o'clock. Hey, Dave, uh, so far so good. Congratulations. Well, thanks, Mike. I do appreciate it. Uh, it was a good night for football. Hope you had enough clothes on. I don't want you to freeze out there. I mean, that's good football weather, but hate to think of you being out in the in the elements and, and being uncomfortable. Yeah, I went to my car at halftime to warm up a little bit, put my butt warmer on, and and got back to where I should be, Coach. Hand, hand and feet warmers. All yep. Yeah. Stocking hat, I trust. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I used to be a tough Irishman, but not so much anymore, Coach. <laughs> hey, you feel pretty good about the way your team played last night, correct? I do. Our kids played exceptionally well. Um, all the credit to them. Uh, you know, none of our coaches, of course, made any tackles or threw any passes or made any blocks. And coaches put the game plan in, but the kids executed, and they executed exceptionally well last night. Coach, when we talked off the air, you just, look, and as you always do, you give a lot of credit to your staff and your players. But I said, man, you're just kind of long for the ride on this one. And you started laughing and said, man, look, Kind of. The offensive coordinator is as good as it gets. Defensive coordinator is really, really good. And uh, they're they're doing their jobs, and the staff is doing their jobs, getting our kids ready to play each week. And it's really it's it's fun to be a part of this thing. Hey, now, now I want to slow down here just a little bit. You know, I had a big job last night. Uh, I had to make sure the team got out on the field on time. <laughs> I hit the nail on the head. We left the locker room at exactly 5.58 when we were supposed to. Coach, well, I, mean, I, I think I deserve all the credit for that because, I mean, those guys were on time. Hey, I, I got to tell you, I'm never worried about the team, but when I have to interview you before a Thursday night game, 
I'm always worried, man, because you got a ritual and you're in the, in the office there for a bit. And I'm like, look, I'll just take Drake or somebody else because I can't wait much longer for Coach Keel. And sure enough, right at the last minute, you come up and, and we get the uh, the interview done. So congratulations on getting the team there on time. Thank goodness you were at the right field and everything. It's a big job. Someone's got to do it now. It's a big job. But in all honesty, like you said, Coach Dortmund, he had a, he put a game plan in that was just phenomenal last night. Uh, he, he's just special. The, the kids executed Berkeley and, and our defensive uh, coordinator Matt Wolf, man alive. Slinger, as you said, big, physical, got a very talented running back. Uh, Jared Lighthizer is just special quarterback. Uh, Brewer, he's a good player, and uh, our D, our D staff put a great plan together, and we're able to hold him down uh, completely in the first half. So just amazing what our, our coaches do, but but again, it still comes down. Kids have to execute, and our kids were really good. Uh, they executed the plan wonderfully last night. Coach, what do you know about Marshfield? I don't know much about them. They beat uh, beat a good Pulaski team, who was a, the three seed who beat River Falls last week. Marshfield wins thirty two twenty nine. I don't know much about them. Have you seen much of them uh, on tape we, so far? Well, this morning we watched some tape uh, together a bit. Uh, yeah, they kicked the field goal on the last play of the game oh. last night to win thirty two. 29, drove the ball methodically down the field and had about a 20-yard field goal that uh, split the upright. So they are, they're 12-0, and 0, and we know the Valley up north is a good football league and have great opponents up there. And, I mean, they've been playing some really, really good football, an outstanding quarterback. Boy, he can run the ball, he can throw the ball, moves exceptionally well in the pocket. Their defense just flies to the ball. So it's going to be a heck of a battle for our kids. Ryan, you know much about Marshfield? Oh, other than they got strong football tradition and right. a great football community, not uh, not much on this year's team. Yeah, um, yeah but they're going to travel well. Oh yeah, yep. they'll travel oh, well, yeah. and and uh, I know that Homestead's going to travel well. That that uh, that game, I have not been to that field, uh, Calder Field in in Menasha. Uh, I'm sure it's a great facility that'll hold uh, enough people for you guys. And and coach, your 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 you know your program and these kids are used to playing in in big games. So they're not gonna not gonna shy away from any of this stuff. They they certainly look forward to um, to the journey of 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 what this game then will take them to. Coach, this senior class, and we've talked about them in the past, especially off the air. Um, this senior class, you, you've really fallen in love with, um, and they've been the leader of this this group. Without a doubt, uh, our seniors have have just been spectacular this year in terms of doing the right thing and and, and motivating themselves. Coaches don't really even have to step up and motivate the seniors. Take care of that. Uh, they, uh, the locker room is fantastic uh, atmosphere. Kids get along tremendously well. They, they absolutely love each other and love coming to practice. And, and it's just a real family in there. And it's uh, truly an honor to be around and a pleasure to be coaching these guys. Hey, Dave. Good luck uh, again at Menasha um, Friday night against Marshfield. Friday night, seven o'clock. Uh, if you you want to see a good football game, um, that's one man. Marshfield and, and Homestead uh, for a chance to get to Camp Randall the following week to play the winner of Wanakee and Brookfield Central. Hey, uh, coach, good luck to you and your staff and players uh, Friday night seven o'clock. Appreciate it, Mike and uh, Ryan. Give my best to Kenny. Congratulations to Muskego. Uh, outstanding win over a very good Franklin team and. 
Uh, Kenny's a great guy. We've spent a lot of time talking ball together. And I get it, uh, Eric Krause. I yeah. like there it is. There it is, Coach. You got it. Thank man, you, Coach. Comes Best out, luck to you, He too. comes out of the T-shirt line. We got, we got to get one, man. <laughs> you got it. I, I'll be second right after you, Mike. There He's got to get a big boy size for me. But you know what? I'll be wearing it. Coach, thanks a lot. That's Dave Keel, head football coach at Homestead. Hey, before we get to a break, I got a, a text from a, a, a friend of mine and, and a client um, and a sponsor of our shows from Athletico and Paul Schmidt. Uh, he wanted me to know that New Berlin Eisner football is is phenomenal. They're a boys soccer team wow. in, the, in the state final today, 4:30 at Eline against Oregon. He said it's David and Goliath. I'm sure that you know they're David. I, I would think. I, I don't know a ton about boys soccer. Know enough to be dangerous, but man, New Berlin Eisenhower, good for them. The boys soccer team at the state final at Eline Field today, uh, 4:30. Perfect day. Go out and watch these guys, and then uh, next week you get a chance to see their football team. Yeah. Like good things going on over at Eisenhower. Yeah, uh, they got their hands full with Oregon, and he says David Goliath because that's a soccer powerhouse out of the Madison area, and they're. Uh... It's always cool to see fall sports continue, or any sport, really, any season. But you got two successful like that, back-to-back. Yeah. Um, that's unique. It's awesome. You know, I'm going to ask you for predictions. I'm taking Eisenhower in the soccer final today. All right. That's who I'm taking right there. Going with Paul, Paul Schmidt from Athletico, thank you so much for that information. We missed you last week when we did our shows live at Athletico. Ryan Benefield, man, as good a guy as you'll ever meet. We, In fact, we had some uh, some listeners just kind of come in. And uh, so one guy said, look, I'm really struggling with my elbow. Can I talk to you about it? Another guy called and said, look, I, my knee has been bothering me. Rotator cuff guy. Um, Athletico, I'm big fans, and I really thank them for sponsoring and understanding, um, you know, the stuff that we do here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. And, and Paul Schmidt, good luck today with that soccer team, New Berlin Eisenhower, again, against uh, Oregon today, 430 at E-Line Field. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break. Prediction time. I think what we'll do is, uh, you know, depending on how much time, and Jeff will let us know how much time we're going to have, but maybe I'll start over in, like, Division 7 or something. Yeah. Start at maybe 6, the Fenimore-Lancaster game or, you know, something like that, Grantsburg against Regis. I'll give you the underdogs in all these games, I'll tell you that. Man, look at him. That's why he's my co-host, athletic director (laughs) at Muskego. He obviously – He's got a lot of time in his hands. If he was coaching right now, he wouldn't know who the underdog at any no. of these. Only the game he was playing. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. You know I don't gamble because I lose all the time. That's why I don't make predictions. Either but do I, I. I ask guys like you to make them, though. That's you know the kind of guy that I am. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz <laughs> High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside Ryan McMillan, athletic director at Muskego. You want to start with the easy ones or the tough ones? You let me know. You drive the ship. I'm just along for the ride. Uh, let's start with some ones that people are going to go. What? Who? How about uh, Blackhawk and Banger? Division 7, it's 7 o'clock uh, Friday night in Middleton. Number one seed Banger against number one seed Blackhawk, and I think I know which way you're going on this one. I like Blackhawk. I know you do. I do. Yeah, you've talked about Blackhawk a couple of times. Principal's our head coach. 
it uh, it's going to be a pretty uh, – I'm going with those guys. I'm rooting for them. I got a feeling that I know you're taking in the other side Edgar and Reedsville. You're going to go with Edgar, I bet. Edgar's a powerhouse. Yep. Reedsville's definite underdog. They are. They are. And, and you know what? That final, if it is Edgar and, and Blackhawk in Division Seven. Listen, I, I I sound like I know what I'm talking about, but just from talking to you, that's that would be a good final, Absolutely Division Seven, Division Six. I I know who I'm going with this one because they're in our conference. But Lancaster against Racine Lutheran, I'm going with Racine Lutheran on this one. I like the system of Lancaster. What do they run? It's a t- the triple option. Okay. And they do it very very well, and they've done it forever, and they've had a lot of success, but. Uh... I think uh, I think Lancaster's the underdog, and uh, but we're rooting for him. Flying arrows out of Lancaster. Yeah, well, we're seeing Lutheran. Scott Smith, I tried to reach out to him today via Facebook because I don't have his phone number. Wanted to get him on today because uh, I'm a fan of his and some of the stuff they do at Racine Lutheran. Mm-hmm. Their basketball program's good. These are good kids. They're tough kids. Right. And I love the fact that uh, that they are now in the Final Four. Grantsburg and Iola, Scandinavia. What do you I, think? Iola is loaded. Iola? They're going to roll. They're going to roll. Yep. Really? You you think they'll win Division Six? Uh, I think so. They're a quiet little town just uh, east of Stevens Point. Yep. But they, they got a uh, nice little lake, beautiful land up there. And uh, Coach, uh, I think it's Anderson, does a great Erickson. Coach Eric- Erickson does a great job up there. Man, look at you pulling Coach Erickson from my. <laughs> Iola, Scandinavia. Why can't I? I always want to do the elf first. There's good players that come out of there, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. I don't know much about them. I'm taking Racine Lutheran because they're in our (laughs) conference, and I love those guys. Yeah, Division 5. Man, Lake Country, Lutheran, and St. Mary Springs. I I tried to get uh, Greg, Coach Braskell, to come on today, but they had a family funeral, and and his his, uh, praying for for his wife's family. and. um. I hope everything's going well. I know it's been a tough couple of days for you guys, so a lot of prayers coming your way. Um, Lake Country Lutheran, St. Mary Springs. I tell you what, I think Marty talked me into St. Mary Springs, so I'm. Uh, All right, uh, I'll, you and I going against each other on that one. I think uh, Lake Country's the favorite. There's no doubt. So I'm going to root for the underdog in this one. You think they're the favorite? St. Mary Springs got they they they've built up wing with new, with the gold footballs. Yeah, I, I don't know here. I just got to – I think the Lightning are the favorite, and I'm going with Marty's team out of Fondy. There you go. On the other end, uh, Spencer Columbus Catholic against Stratford. Wow. Stratford beat the number one team, Kiwani, 42-12. Spencer Columbus Catholic – I'll go with the private school boys. They only won 13-12. Uh, what do you think? It's tough to get pick against uh, Stratford a lot like you just said. They got uh... – you know, football powerhouse. A lot they of, do. A lot of uh, trophies. They've been here before. Their coach has been here before. Their community's been here before. And they're going to travel well up to Medford. Man, so d- tell you what, Division Five. We're going head to head on both of those. Division Four. Now we're getting into the ones a little bit closer to home. And um, Lakeside Lutheran, Racine St. Catharines. That that's tough for me because you know what? I watched St. Catharines last night, and I know some of the boys. Lakeside Lutheran got some friends up there with with a son and a nephew on that team. I, I find it hard to believe that Lakeside Lutheran has seen any kind of speed like they're going to see against St. Catharines. Well, I, I think uh, St. Cats takes this one, and the only reason being is that I believe they're here last year as well, 
and they now have been here before, and that's yep. uh, that's saying a lot. You know, you don't get caught up in the oh, we might go to state that whole type of discussion. I think uh, I think they come out on top of this, especially you talk about fifteen seniors this year as opposed to three last right. year. That's going to pay dividends. For and them. Lakeside Lutheran has twenty, right? And to think Division Four, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be tough. And uh, I know a lot about the Lakeside Lutheran team, and and these are tough kids. That and this is the year that they they man three years ago they said when this group is seniors, this is when all this magic is going to happen. And uh, they they lost to Lake Country Lutheran, their only loss of the year. And I think they walk, walked into that one saying, "Come on, Lake Country, what division are they?" And I think they got caught up into that numbers thing, and then got hit in the mouth and didn't know how to respond. Yeah. Um, this thing with St. Catherine's, the I just I look at the at, at Lakeside Lutheran's schedule, and I don't see I don't see anybody that that has the kind of team speed that they're going to see. And right. if they can if they can settle in, not get down too much too early, because they're going to be watching this kid a little bit. Um, I think they got a shot. I just this kid just goes, man. Yeah, he's good. There's he, no doubt. Yeah, he's, he's impressive. Game the other, changer. Other side of the bracket, uh, St. Croix Central and Little Shoot. Little Shoot's on the rise, but I think uh, I can't pick against St. Croix Central. And the only reason being is beautiful area of the state on Highway 8 up there. I love that area. Do so, you a little fishing up there or yeah, what? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going St. Croix Central. Beautiful little town. You ever move to retire and, and open up your own little radio shop or something up yeah. there? Go to St. Croix Central. You'll love it. Really? Yep. They'd hate me, wouldn't they? <laughs> they would hate me. They'd embrace you. Everyone embraces yeah. you. I would be like, hey, welcome. Uh, we are brought to you by the local farm and fleet here in St. Croix or, yep. you know, Charlie's Barbershop, something like that. Uh, Division three. Boy, oh, boy. I, this one's on you. I'm, I'm staying away. Catholic Memorial, New Berlin, Eisenhower. You know, I think uh, Eisenhower's hungry to get back, but I think Catholic Memorial's awfully good. I yeah. mean, I'm picking Memorial only because I've seen them in person and I've seen what they've had. I have not seen Ike uh, in person. I think uh, Eisenhower is the underdog in this one. Um, you know, I might just take Eisenhower because Matt Kern will come on the show. and There you go. And Bill Young. That's fair. He will one day. I, I, I For a fact, he will. We've had that conversation but he is he is a a creature of habit, right? And this has worked for him. How can you say it hasn't, right? right? I mean, this has worked for him. So, other side, Rice Lake, all number one seeds, by the way, Rice Lake against West De Pere. I'll go West De Pere, the Phantoms. I'll take Rice Lake, I like Chinese. No, I'm just kidding. That's Rice Lake, another beautiful area. Oh, by it's the up. Way. Yeah, I know where that Ooh. is. I've. Uh, my wife and I have stopped there a couple of times. I've got a cousin who has a plant. He's in the metal. Uh, the, the, uh, nice. Yeah, he's up. He's got a plant in Rice Lake. So um, they've had some pretty good basketball boys come out of that town as well. Getting to Division Two, we've only got a couple of minutes before we got to wrap up. I, I Man, which way? Wanakee and Brook Central. I'm going Brook Central because I want Jed liking me. <laughs> and you, I've got to believe, since you're wearing that Wanakee sweatshirt, that maybe maybe that's the way you're going on this I one. Do not have one. Yeah, I know you don't, one. but that's where you played. Hey, and you can't pick against any team named the Warriors. I think you just got to go with it because uh, it's just that Warrior time of year. Man, look at you. You are <laughs> hey, you are in administration now, there aren't you? Go. Marshfield and Homestead on the other side. Uh, tough to pick against Coach Keel. I think Marshfield is a definite definite underdog. Um, 
I'll be I'll, I'm gonna root for the Tigers in this one just to motivate my boy Coach Sortman up there. I you know what I'm taking Homestead. There you go. I'm you know when you're my son-in-law's on that staff and I knew you'd pick them. Yeah, so I, I, got, to go the other yeah, side I of the knew fence. that's what you're doing. I'm taking Marquette by the way. Marquette's favorite, no doubt. Really? Yep. They are the favorite. Muskego. It's kind of been this way the whole year. Muskego's just kind of under the radar. Uh, I, I the think media hasn't picked us up. I, I mean, think you're too close to it. I think everybody else from outside of that bubble yeah. goes, man, it's Muskego's year, and, and I think people think that. Yeah. Um, I'm only taking Marquette because I know you're taking Muskego. You can't even go to work on Monday if you don't take him. Yeah, it's Warrior It's Warrior yeah. Country. This is what this time of year Warriors win. Air Krause, man. There it is. Air yeah, Krause. Air Krause, last one. Kimberly and Fond du Lac. My goodness. Fond du Lac is the underdog. Um, I'm going to pick Fond du Lac and root for Kimberly. You're rooting for Kimberly. Yep. I think Kimberly wins that, uh, and I think they, they beat him by a touchdown. There you go. Man, it's been good. I hope to get you here next week. I know that if Muskego wins, you're gonna it's going to be hard to get you. But, man, I love doing these shows, and I hope that I can get you back next week. Really enjoy it. Yeah, he's the AD at Muskego. Ryan McMillan, I'm Mike McGivern. Thanks a lot for listening. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented, as always, by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.